0: Daniel Stenberg with McKenzie County Economic Development.
1: Thank you for joining the program today here in economic development in McKenzie County. I bet a lot of people are thinking that's like shooting fish in a barrel these days. Of course, economic development out in McKenzie County means Watford City. Watford City is in McKenzie County. Watford City is kind of the heart, the center of the Bakken oil boom. And And Watford City has uh, gone through some tremendous growth. I mean, we're talking about going from you know a couple thousand people to five, six, seven thousand people. It might be more, but it's it's doubled and if not tripled in growth for a small community. So, uh, Mr. Daniel Stenberg, how are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Has, has anybody given you a hard time? Like you know, economic development in Watford City, boy, that's got to be a tough gig. I know, I know, it's a, it's not as easy as I just made it sound. But does anybody give you ruffle your feathers a little bit about that out of jealousy?
0: Well, right, exactly. I know economic development is so broad, and so it it's not so much for us about bringing jobs here. It's it's more trying to find the workers to come here and enhance that quality of life, make sure quality of life is you know is maintained so that we have a good community for people to
1: live in. Well, and that's a good point, too, because a lot of people, they hear economic development, and the first thing they think of is, you know, like what you said, jobs and some of these, uh, you know, bringing companies to town, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the things that you've been doing there, though, are a little bit different, a little bit outside the box. I know we had, uh, I believe it was Patrick Bertinoli on a few weeks ago, and he was, he was really, you know, giving you a lot of uh, – kudos for your work in being instrumental and kind of bridging a gap and being a liaison for Nuvera Environmental Solutions and, you know, the county when it comes to their high school and that sort of thing. Uh, Are you doing a lot of these little special projects? I mean, I, I really haven't heard too many economic developers doing that type of thing.
0: Well, yeah, I think sometimes people are looking to have meetings with other people, but they don't necessarily have the venue or the person to organize that meeting. And um, and just because our workforce is, is probably our biggest challenge that we have, you know, what can our office do is what we've been asking. And um, having conversations with the high school and having conversations with businesses, they're like, you know, is there ways that we can create more opportunities for for kids in high school to see what the opportunities are here, right, in our own backyard, and for them to understand that. And so we've just been, we don't have a college here in town um, that has bricks and mortar, but we have the University of Mary offering classes here, Williston State, and train D. We've been having conversations and you know, what are ways that we can can meet our workforce needs without having um, have people leave our community for trainings. And so that's, um, we've been yeah, meeting with various oil companies, various uh, petroleum companies as well to just kind of talk about, you know, what are your needs? What can you guys help the school with that they can see? what um what opportunities there are for people who want to enter the workforce right after high school those that want to maybe go for one or two years of school and then those that want to go on for more of a traditional four-year degree and then enter the workforce and with that it's just led to good good conversations amongst industry and and the school, as well as the trainers that, that have um, training opportunities to just try to figure out a little bit better the, the pipelines that are available and the, and the pathways that are available for, for kids to get into the workforce.
1: Well, I tell you what, I thought that was a fantastic idea about cultivating and just exposing the opportunities of the energy industry through, you know, trucking, I guess, is probably the right way. Maybe it's not energy industry as much as it is the trucking and distribution industry like Nuvera was coming up with. I just thought it was a a neat idea because uh, the one thing that we've been pretty vocal about on this program is that maybe the four-year degree is not for everybody. In fact, We've even argued that the two-year trade degree is a better way to go if your kid just wants to have a good job and make some money. Now, if they want to be an accountant or a doctor or a lawyer, that's a little bit different. But if, if you're not quite sure, you know your specialized career. But I tell you, the, the the way the world has worked out in the last you know five six years is it's really opened up a renaissance for these trades, uh, whether it be artificial intelligence or welding or electricians or in this case. Getting your CDL license, man. You get a CDL license. That's that's a heck of a thing to have if you're under 20 years old. What what um, I guess what was kind of the hook that that you saw with this to really make this thing work? Because you started introducing uh, some of the stuff to high school kids. You could actually have a few people that don't want that, or they're a little bit upset, or they might turn it into a political argument did you guys get any flack or any any pushback or given the fact that it's an oil and gas town were people pretty receptive to this and open to the idea
0: yeah i I think it's just been received quite generally quite well um i mean the idea being we just want to present the options i think i think what we're trying to help prevent against is just kids at when they graduate or even one and two years into college, they're being like, yeah, I don't know what I want to do and I don't, I don't know what any of these jobs entail. Um, if we can just present the options, I mean, the school also brings in the veterinary, uh, the, the veterinary folks and talk about those professions, the medical professions, you know, all of these different things. I think it's just, just getting kids exposed to to all different industries. We're also having a meeting with healthcare providers next month, or next week actually, to have them talk about what kind of opportunities the kids have that we should be, um to be working on. And I, and I think we've just kind of, it's no longer the day where people kind of keep a job for 40 years anymore. It's more, uh, like I've, i Changed my job about four or five times in the past ten years, and um, and I like it. And and, I, and there's not a lot of people that kind of are planning to stick with their job for 30, 40 years, at the same thing. And so, if there's a way for us to be nimble, and you know, like you said, maybe you start out with a two-year degree, and then you do that job for a few years, and then you realize, oh, you you like graphic design or something. What, what, can we provide you a class or two or three or four for you to get the graphic design training that you need so that you could to pivot into a different position and so I think the idea of okay you're going to go to four years of college and then you're going to do that bad job that you went to school for for the rest of your life that's, that happens with some people but not as much and I think we'll just see it less and less and so if maybe you start out with a couple years of college and then you Um, do some things, and then you change, and then you change, and then you just continually be a a lifelong learner, and um, and then you can kind of get into the position where you want to be later in
1: life. You were just talking about the uh, changing of jobs and all that stuff, and then when you mentioned, you know, going to school, keeping the same job for 10 years, for some reason, uh, attorneys popped in my head, and I know more attorneys that have left the profession to go do other things than anything else like when I think of some of these eight-year you know schooling that people do uh, I don't know a lot of doctors that quit being doctors I don't know a lot of dentists that could be in dentists but I can count on probably more than two hands the amount of people that after they worked for a law, a law firm or became a lawyer, they left and left and went in the pharmaceutical business or went in the restaurant business or something like that. Anyway, I just, for some reason, that popped in my head when you were uh, uh, giving, giving a very good description of that, too, because it is true, you know? I mean, what do they say? Most people, and this maybe has changed, but uh, seven to uh, eight times in a career, people will change jobs. And yep. you yep. know that's 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 a good amount of uh, changing jobs seven times. I mean, yep. I I know that's me. <laughs> anyway, but well, I, I was going to ask you about Main Street USA. Also, you know, some of these things that we're talking about here is kind of a big picture Watford City. Some of the changes happening there, some of the progressive things they have going on. We have Daniel Stenberg with us. He's the economic developer. So you guys send out a newsletter. And I get your newsletter, and that's actually one of the things that uh, reminded me to give you a call and, and get this interview under wraps. Because uh, the first thing on your, your newsletter you get is, um, or that, that we got this week, was uh, Promised Land Project Energizes Watford City. And Matthew McConaughey was involved somehow. I don't know if he was in Watford City or if he's involved with Promised Land or whatever, but that caught my attention as one of those. Um, one of those quality of life things that people keep talking about. This is an example of that. This is an example of where something can be brought in from out of town that is something different that gives an opportunity to either the business community or the social community community to, you know, experience a part of something that isn't day-to-day Watford City. How did that event go and describe it a little bit, if you will? Is Has it happened yet, I guess?
0: Yeah, yeah, we just had it this past Sunday. That's what I a thought. Very, okay, very unique event that we had here, and um, the the founder Roy Spence, is, made made it his mission to visit all fifty states in the next eight years, and he's bringing along a front porch. It's a twenty foot long front porch that uh, they stage all of the conversations and entertainment off of, but just with the idea that we need to have more. Um, Conversations with with folks, maybe even people that we don't necessarily agree with, and and then also focus on the idea that not everybody needs a four year degree, but all work has dignity. And so we um, probably had three four hundred people at the at our Rough Riders Center this past Sunday for that event. Tiger Lily played, as well as the band out of Nashville called Mama Deer. Um, and it was just a, we had a panel of entrepreneurs from Watford City, some kind of but long-term established entrepreneurs and some newer, newer businesses, but people that have moved here from the South, people who have moved here from California and Arizona, as well as people that grew up here. And they're all doing their own businesses, and it was interesting to hear their stories and kind of the challenges and the opportunities that Watford City has presented them. And, um, and yeah. And so then at the end, so how, how Watford city was chosen was at South by Southwest earlier this year, Matthew McConaughey was helping kick off this promise on project. And he threw a dart at the map of the whole United States and of all the places that it could have hit, it hit Watford city, North Dakota. So that was, that was a pretty unique, um, and random way for Watford City to get this event here and then at our event they threw a dart at the map of Louisiana and so they decided which city they were going to go to based on a dart throw at our event and so it was, a, it was a fun unique event it came together very quickly they gave us a call probably three weeks ago and they said that they wanted to come up here and put this event on and that we were going to be the first of of all the states and so they didn't really know what was going to happen um, so it was, it was a lot of uh, question marks that we had the last couple of weeks. So we got it, got it all figured out that they brought a really nice team of about 10 people from their organization. And uh, we had a really nice fun event this past Sunday here with the Promise On Project.
1: And you guys were the very first one for the entire whole season or tour, I guess?
0: Exactly. Yep. Huh.
1: Boy, I tell you what, a what a neat story, especially with the dart. I mean, that's kind of everybody's fantasy is take a vacation, throw a dart at the board, and that's where we end up. And good for those guys for actually kind of doing their tour that way. I don't know how economical it is, but hey, what the heck, man, whatever whatever works. For I can't imagine that works well for routing, but oh well. Uh, what, a, what a fun way to go. Uh, so so um, let me ask you this. Uh, you're in Watford City. We're having record outputs. Uh, in, in natural gas and in also in crude oil. Um, you know, a lot of people are wondering, well, where's all the business? You know, because everybody expects it to be $100 oil days and oil companies spending money left and right trying to get those things uh, drilled and capped and proven, I guess, proven would be the right way to put it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the activity in Watford City because you guys are the hot zone, right? And everything. Do you guys have a lot of white trucks driving around there, you know, do you, are you are you getting a lot of that energy activity that uh you know, pe- people at least remember back in the 2012 days that sort of thing because the truth be told, it's never going to be the 2000 bonanza it was. The the, the bonanza yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think anybody really wants to go back to that. that no. Front. Pace. And then also what's what's the nice advantage of us now in the last couple of years where we've been able to continue to build out our infrastructure is that we do now have infrastructure for, you know, seven, 8,000 people here in town, whereas before it was seven or 8,000 people with infrastructure for 1,000. And so mm-hmm. with the bypass around town and with... Um, with us new school buildings and another one probably going to be built um, next year we um we now can accommodate um, the the growth so it's i would say it's a risk pace that we have here but it isn't um, you know you don't have to check the travel report before you leave type thing we've been able to have um, you know new retail continue to come in we still have space for more and i think if more took the leap they would It would do well but today if we have a burrito brothers restaurant opening up we're excited about that we had a corner post travel plaza that opened up earlier this year and you drive past now and it's busy all the time Uh, we also had a women's clothing store miss willow's nest that opened up on main street and they're they're doing good and just kind of adding to the vibrancy of main street so so yeah no we've seen we've seen growth in our retail and there's still room for more As we continue to grow, the schools enrollment went up twenty percent this year. They weren't expecting that much growth, Um, but it's it's just kind of a sign that families have moved here and and people can. We had two hundred and seventy four births in twenty seventeen, and so that's and we had about one hundred and eighty in in kindergarten this year so as long as those people stick around for the next five years you know we're going to see another exponential growth in in the kindergarten class so yeah there's we've con- continued to see growth and uh, continue to be projected that we continue to grow so lots of opportunities
1: out here how about over the course of you know say the last year last two years when it comes to you know some of the economic development some of the new businesses that sort of thing it sounds like the Population signs are there, you know. You've got births, you've got increases in, in the uh, schools, but sometimes in business, you know, it's something as simple as: are there more businesses going up and staying in businesses, or are there more businesses going out of business? You know, like sometimes you got in a certain area of town, it just seems like businesses aren't working there, and etc. type thing, but. If you guys are getting that kind of growth and that kind of people, my guess is that um, you know the Burrito Brothers is going to probably be in business in another year, or are you finding that some of these businesses maybe just aren't, um, you know, the niche isn't right or there's not enough support, or maybe they got too big too fast type of thing? I guess I don't know. Um, are, are the businesses doing okay out there, you know? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, especially this past year. I mean, I think you asked them, and then they, I think – Pretty much everyone would say that that, that they've had a good year. Um, just the challenges of the workforce, making sure that they that they can hire enough folks. That's probably the biggest challenge that we hear from from the employers here. But we find that those that are able to pay their employees, you know, good wages and treat them well, uh, that's that that helps a lot in in maintaining your workforce.
1: Is that uh, Watford's biggest issue with workforce, would it be bringing people in and finding housing for them or just uh, maybe they got to be qualified to, you know, it'd be a certain type of worker for maybe an energy company? Are you hearing what some of the biggest obstacles are either in Watford City or maybe out in the Bakken for the workforce?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess what's what's different now than probably four or five years ago is that the rest of the nation is doing um, better um, job-wise, and so there isn't as much of a you know high unemployment that people are moving here from. So you kind of have to have more of a reason for people to move here. And um, and what we found best or most effective is those that you know they moved here and then their brother. They tell their brother, you know, back at home, he was, you know, you know, a couple states away or something like that. And they say, hey, we really like it. We like the school system. We like we like the, the well, everything that the community offers. We think you should move out here. And then that works better than, um, because we're at 1.5% unemployment. And so we can't really, I mean, if somebody gets a new job, and they just move from a different company. Well, we still have the workforce shortage here. So, in order to help solve some of the problem, we'll have to get more people moving into the community, um, or you know, entering the workforce from our school system. Different things like that. And so, we're trying we're trying all the above. But like you say, housing is is also an issue, and we're. Going to be probably trying some bold, um, bold steps to try to get some more single family housing built because that is one of the big constraints um, for from the workforce perspective is having housing because the apartments got built out and um, and they're they're filling up quite well but those people that have lived here for two or three years they're really um, you know wanting to settle in and and you know be paying a mortgage instead of just rent payments and so those opportunities are still there to get more single-family housing built, for sure.
1: How about coming up next year? Oh, before we get to next year, um, one of the things I always like to ask people when it comes to kind of the year end, uh, if there's any theme, any any major, you know, kind of theme that kind of stuck out in the last year, whether it be growth or whether it be, you know, um, retraction or infrastructure or just kind of, you know what I mean? It's the year of X, Y, Z. So if you were to say economic development in uh mckenzie county watford city 2018 would be the year of blank what would you put into that blank kind of i know a little pop quiz here but uh just kind of what, what 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 kept resurfacing or came thematic over the course of the year
0: yeah i mean i think it's it's just kind of vibrancy would probably be the word i mean we've gotten you know just a lot of new fun people that have moved into the community and um and just like our Rough Riders Center has just provided us with a lot more opportunities. Like, that's where we had this promise on project event. But we also did in September a Welcome to Watford celebration. And that had 550 people came out to learn about. there's probably about 70 organizations and businesses that just put up a little booth that talked about, you know, what does it take to join the Lions Club? What does it take? Um, um, what what do is it, various banks offer, what do um, the various churches, 4-H, different things like that, they all came out and they um, they talked about what how to get involved in the communities So people are looking to, to kind of put down roots, and so that was fun with that. We're also able to host a college hockey game the, this week. Um, at, at the Rough Riders Center, we have a great, great ice rink there, and so that'll be fun, another opportunity for people to just um, experience something that will be the first time ever to have college hockey game here. And so, yeah, so that, and just coupled with the high school's growth or the whole school system's growth, we've been kind of chomping at um, getting things going. There's a new entrepreneurship class that started this past fall at Watford City High School. That'll be good. And then a Toastmasters Club also got started. We had 20 members um, that, that came together to get that kicked off. And so, so there's, I don't know, just a lot of different cool opportunities that um, as we continue to grow, just more opportunities come our way. So that makes it fun. How
1: about 2019? We're getting near the end of the year um what types of things are you looking forward to I know you we're not predicting the future here but I know there's also people make plans and that sort of thing ahead of time are you guys got any uh anything in the calendar for 2019 I saw you're going to be hosting the uh North Dakota Petroleum Council meeting next year that's got to be pretty exciting and I know you just had a Bakken conference this last summer so maybe there's a couple big events coming up but just kind of give me 2019 the quick overview
0: sure we're excited about 2019 um this past year we had uh Travels with Darley, it's a national travel show that came and filmed here, and they are going to be debuting that in their new series in 2019. It will probably be January or February on public television. It's going to show on 98% of, of televisions in the United States in mm-hmm. January or February, and just focusing on Western North Dakota, Watford City specifically, and kind of the, the tourism opportunities that we have, so we're excited about that. The Long X bridge, that should, that got enough funding, so that um, will, the replacement of the Long X bridge, which is along Highway 85, that will be replaced. The construction will begin this year on that, and that will be a four-lane bridge with the idea that we really need and want Highway 85 to be four-lane from Watford City to to I-94. Will be the Williston Airport is set to finish next year. We're super excited about that. That's just an hour away, but that hopefully will expand the opportunities for more, um, more flight options and and better fares for everything there. The county has a public works building that's a twenty one million dollar project under construction now. That should finish in the spring or early summer, and. Um, so yeah, so there's that, and yeah, different events. The job service job fair will be happening again here in the spring at the Rough Rider Center, and with the skills initiative, we're always just looking for more opportunities and utilizing um, utilizing the, those institutions that have been working with us to to continue do more training opportunities here in Watford City for folks. So so we're excited for that, and then we got the Rib Fest like every year, and the county fair. Fest this year brought in six or seven thousand people to Main Street. That was that was a good event as well.
1: So uh it sounds to me like there's gonna be some economic development and activity for the next year at least in Watford City with number of projects happening, it's gonna be recession proof, sounds like. So that's a uh, it's kinda of good news out there in, in that part of the country that there's gonna be that kind of activity for people. Um I'll kind of give you the final word. I'd like to give um, guests the final word so they can reiterate something or in case we forgot something bring it up or just kind of that way the question is not framed by me so uh, i'll kind of give you the floor if you don't mind just uh go ahead there sir
0: yeah well with that here in wanford city and mckenzie county we've just been working to continue to um, as as the oil industry has continued to grow we've just been working hard to maintain the quality of life. I mean, I think city leaders have done a good job over the past years, but we just have to keep keep that um, in the forefront because people not don't just want a good job, they want a good place to live. And that's, that's what we have to focus in on to make sure that we can continue to be the vibrant community that we have been for, for many years.